0: to Top Dog Podcast. I'm Katya,
1: And I'm Adrian. Hello. We talk to people who do amazing things with
0: and for dogs. And if that's what you're interested in, you've come to the right place.
1: Because we speak dog. That means now we have to unleash the dogs. This program is rated D for dog. It contains sniffing, scratching and doggy themes. Yummy in my tummy. Also, dogs are gourmets. Parlez-vous Francais? Oui,
0: la Tour Eiffel aujourd'hui, Vegemite demain. Or, well, Eiffel Tower today, Vegemite tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I oh know, you speak French much better than I do. Katia, you beat me here. But anyway, we start with our... Top dog, hotspot first, stories that make you cringe, laugh or cry. So what's your story today, Katya?
0: I vote for laugh. So I don't know, Adrian, if you've heard of this uh, company called BarkBox. They, sub- they are a subscription service of monthly surprises of dog toys, treats and goodies.
1: No, I haven't heard of them, but sounds interesting.
0: Mm. They're sort of similar to those food boxes that you get delivered with seasonal vegetables and stuff like that. Right. So they caused a bit of a stir because one of their dog toys didn't quite look like a dog toy. (laughs) It looked more like a... Sex toy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say an adult entertainment Item, but yeah. We all yeah.
1: know what it is, we all know what it means. Okay. So what kind of sex toy was it then?
0: So they had a Thanksgiving bark box special edition, which had all sorts of Thanksgiving dinner foods in either plush form or chewable dog toy. So they had a duck and stuffed turkey and boatload of gravy and well now the infamous big honkin Picks in a blanket. That item looks sort of like a classic wiener and it's got like a pig snout on one end and on the other side, a pig butt. And uh, it uh, was featured on their web page or on their Facebook page. And then some people noticed, oh, my God, it does look like a flashlight. So not like flashlight with an A, but flashlight
1: with an E. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is So it is an adult entertainment toy. (laughs) You can use a search engine to figure out what it is.
1: And what did the dog do with it?
0: I think they don't care. (laughs) They're just using it as a normal toy to chew on, (laughs) catch and (laughs) fetch.
1: Yeah. Well, what a nice surprise. (laughs) But talking about funny-looking things, well, as long as you can say it's funny-looking, that toy – I came across the story in the uh, independent online edition, and it is a puppy born with a second tail sprouting out of the middle of his face. Can you imagine? No, yeah, but the good thing is it's not as bad as it sounds because that puppy has been adopted now by a dog rescue charity, Max Mission, in Missouri, after it was found wandering the streets alone, and the dog the puppy, He's about 19 weeks old, and it's got already a name quite an exotic name for the fact that it does look exotic itself. They called him Narwhal, the little magical furry unicorn. Oh my god! And <laughs> sort of doesn't really look like a unicorn, I mean, it's a tail, it's not a sort of a, a an erect tail, it's sort of hanging off his forehead, not a swirly one either. No, it's more like a pig, pig's tail. A little one, but it's it, it is a tail. It is actually a proper tail, and, um, and apparently the dog is really cute. and And all the volunteers of that uh, rescue charity they want to play with that dog and they want to take selfies with that dog. So it's quite a a big hit on social network. And the good um, news is that uh, they did X-rays on that dog, so there's nothing um, that could sort of uh, compromise its well-being or or its life it has got no bones so it's just a a lumpy tail (laughs) so-called so So the dog can't wag it or use it as a tiny windscreen wiper for his eyes as the (laughs) independent paper is uh, describing it Uh, and it curls right down could they surgically remove it they prefer to leave it, but if it does start to cause any problems, like it could grow inwards, then they will chop it off. Or mm. or if it gets into the dog's eyes, they do have to do a surgery. But um, so far, all fine. just looks funny and looks cute. And as long as it's a puppy, I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you've got a tail growing out of your forehead or not yeah. puppies are just cute
0: yes and you know maybe one day they'll find out uh, another use than windscreen wipers <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah or a new kind of breed because people love having a dog with two tails because then they can pull them on both sides <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, Adrian, I'm such a sweet tooth. I love cakes.
1: Yeah, I know. Who doesn't love cakes? I love cakes too. And even dogs do love cakes. And these days, maybe people actually do make them loving cakes.
0: And it turns out there are specialists all over the place. You know, they're making lovely cakes everywhere and anywhere
1: that's right so we actually we had to look into it we thought we should actually talk to a cake maker it wasn't that easy because there's so many around but we did find one um, we're quite intrigued by it and the name of that bakery or cake making factory is called willow's pantry based in elstonwick that's a suburb in melbourne
0: The cake maker's name and business owner's name is Andrea. And by some weird coincidence, she is German, which is good because...
1: Yeah, that's why we chose her, because Germans are very famous for cakes. And she
0: creates the most stunning looking cakes. They look better than probably any wedding cake, but definitely better than my birthday cakes.
1: (laughs) Okay. So who is baking all the goodies, the cookies, the cakes? Is that you or is that Willow? Um,
2: So I say that I bake everything and um, do all the prep and cleaning and um, Willow is more responsible for the taste testing, which is a very important part and um, of our business. And sometimes we, she, she likes to taste test twice or even three times. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Did you ever have any rejects?
2: No, never. <laughs> I think Willow is quite easy.
0: <laughs> and have you found that uh, Willow likes things that other dogs don't like or the other way around? Um,
2: it's a good question. I think um, that some dogs are very funny. They have their favorites. So some dogs love, um, for example, lamb treats. Other ones... Like, like some with cheese and they're, they're, some are pretty easy and, and, and like everything I bake and some, some go more for the peanut butter so they, there are some fussy ones which have their cookies they prefer more.
1: <laughs> uh, Willow is a, what did we say, a bull terrier staffy yeah. mix Yeah. and she's not fat.
2: No. <laughs> How, um,
1: what do you put in your cookies and cakes um. that she eats so much of and she's not fat?
2: Um, also very important part is that we exercise a lot (laughs) so we we live in a beautiful area and um, we walk every morning about one and a half two hours and she she's like a little steam train as soon as she gets out of the door you can't get her back (laughs) Um, but my ingredients are um, all natural so i use fresh vegetables i get meat from the butcher there are no artificial colors i use for example Beetroot powder instead, which gives a beautiful pink color. And um, you have spirulina, turmeric, and you can, with everything what Mother Nature gives is quite, quite nice and, um, and can be very colorful. So there's no need for, for artificials in the treats, and that's important for me.
1: What kind of meat do you get from a butcher?
2: We have kangaroo meat, we have lemons, um, we have chicken liver. That's basically it.
1: But it's not all the leftovers that he sort of sweeps together at the no, end of the no, day no, no, from the floor.
2: All the meat is human grade. So I don't use um Patmans or anything that has preservatives in it. So it's it's what but you and me probably yeah would would make our burger patties out or just go to the butcher and yeah.
1: So if your pantry was empty and you get visitors yeah. and you have to cook something <laughs> quickly
2: I could just go well. Yes, would yeah. you?
1: Yeah. I mean could yeah. you?
2: Yeah, I I could, definitely. So if if my friends, or Andrea, if I have visitors and they would would need, for example, cupcakes. I'm a pastry cook, so the dog treats don't contain sugar. But of course you always have sugar for your tea or something in the cupboard. But I also have all the eggs, flour, everything, carrots, I could make a little nice carrot cake for humans as well out of this so,
1: so you <laughs> visitors would just think that's funny it's all in a, in a bone shape but mm, yeah, it's or yummy or,
2: yes, <laughs> yes.
1: yes she's a dog lover so
2: yeah. I actually a friend of mine she lives very healthy and um, she gets uh, sometimes off cuts of the dog carrot cakes there's just um the carrots and, and a bit of cinnamon. She, she says, oh, that that's quite healthy and I, I like to eat that because it's not sweet. <laughs> <And so she laughs> yeah. But the
0: cakes yeah. that you make, they've got amazing icing and stuff like this. I must admit, like my birthday cakes don't look <laughs> that good. Yes. Dog. That's <laughs> yeah. why.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you put a l- quite a lot of effort into those. Yes.
2: Yeah, and um, I really hope that the dogs appreciate all the work that goes yeah. in it.
1: That's what <laughs> I was wondering. Do they really mind? Do they care what the cake I looks like, like? For, they go- for the
2: owners that... Um, um, the owners say, oh, that's a really nice cake, and the dogs are just, oh, it's peanut butter, great, I'll go straight into that. <laughs> so I don't think they will, will hold on to a minute and say, oh, Andrea, you did a very beautiful job with the piping. That won't happen.
1: <laughs> now, now, i tell you a secret about dogs. The latest study has found out that dogs are not colorblind. You know that? Yeah. They see actually colors, mainly blue and yellow. Oh, wow! Yellow, so, yes. do you, does that reflect in your cakes, those yes, two colors?
2: So, um, so, I can make for the yellow, for example, I can use turmeric, and for the blue, blue spirulina, which gives a very beautiful color. But most people go for blue or for pink, so there are not many people um, wanting yellow cakes. That's but probably.
0: They must oh. inform your clients that yeah. they're picking all yes, the wrong yes. colors. So but how did you get into this? Uh, was it a lack of uh, good quality
2: dog treats? So I'm a pastry cook by trade. And when I adopted Willow, I thought she, she was such a sad little, little rescue dog. And I thought, oh, you look like you need a cake. Because <laughs> that's what you do when people are sad. You make them a cake. <laughs> And um yeah, and then I thought, oh maybe I could make you some, some nice treats and um, it wasn't out of because I thought oh other treats are, are not great. I just thought, oh I want to make something on my own and something that looks also very appealing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then I started baking but continued working um as a pastry cook. Yeah, it was it just grew bigger and my my former work closed down, so I thought, oh what what are you going to do now? Or do you do you look for another employment or do you give Willow's Pantry a go? And, yeah, they decided just to go and see if people would like to have some cakes.
1: <laughs> and there is a market out there for, for those cakes. So what kind of people buy, let's say, a celebration cake?
2: Yeah, so it's it could be the stereotype of um, young couples without children that <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, like a cake for the dogs. But I also have families coming in that have their puppy's first birthday and um, the kids want to, want to have... Um, yeah like a nice cake for their dogs and um, so it's it's pretty pretty widespread or even older the ladies that uh, last week i uh, had a cake for a 17 year old dog that was a bit sad because i said it could be his last birthday and they didn't thought he, he would live that long and so mm-hmm. made a big cake for him um so yeah it's, it's quite different what people getting the cakes yeah
1: how do you think about these people do you sort of take the order with the grin on your face or do you understand their needs and you think well that's what they are and then I have to sort of accommodate their feelings or what do you think when when um,
2: so I think it's um, of course it's a business and these are my customers so I feel that for me it's very joyful to do these things so you have to do something what you love and for me it's um, even if some people are very particular about the cakes what they want and where they which icings, things and and I think okay it's um, it's nothing else than doing cakes for humans. So when you have a cake order for for a person then you just do also what what the customer prefers. So that's so what for me in general it's it's very very happy.
1: <laughs> do you get any feedback from your customers how the dog ate that cake how the, how he enjoyed that cake? Yes. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> I get I get many um pictures of the dogs and also videos how they how they eat the cake and I can upload them on my Instagram and um, yeah, so, it's, so so people just love to also love to show that the dog ate a cake. Um, also, some just have dog parties where we have a cake in the middle and then you have like five six dogs around. And um, yeah, that's dog <laughs> parties are <a> thing. Right.
1: <laughs> How does that work? They don't bite each other. How do they eat six dogs? How do they eat the cake?
2: Oh, you just cut it in, in pieces like for humans. <laughs> and you, Everybody has, a, has its plate, and um, and then they just you spread the cake. Uh, the plates out with the cake, and yeah. Yeah, the other day I had a dog party with 20 Japanese pizzas and I made a cake with little um, Japanese pizza cookies and and little Roses out of dog fondant and uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you have candles, birthday candles? Uh, yes,
2: yeah, so every cake order comes with a party hat and with candles and glitter numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: better than my birthday parties, <laughs> That's what
2: many, many people say. <laughs>
1: so who's, who's throwing out the candles?
2: I think it's the humans. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel very jealous, I think, you know, I... Nobody yeah. has ever made me such a nice cake at the cakes that you have there. Maybe,
1: maybe you should behave like a dog. Yeah,
0: but actually, if, <laughs> if it helps, in the Chinese horoscope, I am a dog. So does
2: that, uh, <laughs> does that qualify? Do, do yeah. I get a cake? Yeah, I can bake you a cake if you like. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that I didn't get a birthday cake this year. All right, we
0: make a deal with baking birthday and cake. my, my cakes don't look as good as yours. <laughs> that's fine. As
2: long as they taste good, that's Okay. <laughs>
1: Where did you learn the cake decoration? Because they look really professional, they're really Instagram cakes, I would yeah. say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a long time a passion of mine to, to bake. So first of all, it was um, that, that I started baking for my friends um, about 10 years ago. And um, I always like baking more than, than my real job, which was, which was working as a social worker. It was always, oh, I have to go to the office, but I better bring some cupcakes in and um, see different flavours. And uh, and yeah. And then I started travelling a bit and and, and realised, oh, maybe I should give it a go and got stuck in Melbourne where I studied at patisserie. And I was lucky that I found a job in a French pastry shop where I learned more skills and um, more about cake decorating. And yeah, <laughs> this but of course that dog ingredients work different than human ingredients so you have all the, all the good stuff like sugar and butter which keeps a cake together you don't have <laughs> so it's so it was um, first trying out looking how things work and and um, yeah, and dog cakes don't of course don't last that long so they last about two to three days mm. while a human cake when you get one where like much, much sugar many preservatives you can keep it for a week or for two and it still looks good yeah right. <laughs> what's
1: the biggest size you bake
2: um, it's eight inch with uh, about two layers which makes about and a half to five kilos of duck cake. Is
1: that uh, enough for you? <laughs> uh,
2: I think m- it might just be enough. <laughs>
1: well, the thing is that Katja is vegetarian, so. Yeah, oh, I can is make, the make
2: vegetarians? you vegetarian? Yes, yeah, yeah. so I can can make some with beef, I can make, make you a banana and carob cake yeah. if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
1: Good.
0: perfect. I I'll some put <laughs> <some laughs> glitter numbers if you like, I don't <laughs> mind. Definitely, I want the whole lot.
1: And in <laughs> oh, I yellow. The whole lot, yes. <laughs> and blue. So, you've got an online shop, but you go to markets as well? Yes. Here in Victoria? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So all, around, all around Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it's quite nice because it's, um, it's a good way that um, people from other suburbs can can also get my treats. And so I'm just packing my car every weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, and head out to the markets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you have any future projects? What's your dream? What do you want to turn this business into? Yeah.
2: So I, I would like to have... Um, my own little shop which I'm working on at the moment because I because um, I feel that it's it's just home based, it's it's getting too small and you live between packaging and um, yeah and, and cake tins <laughs> and I think my partner would like to have his breakfast table back which I throw out for my workbenches. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that's the next project I'm I'm preparing for at the moment that I can just get a little shop, and I hope it works out. It's just my vision where where people can come and um, have maybe a puppuccino and, yeah.
1: Maybe have... uh when you deliver the cake it comes with a clown who entertains the dogs oh no a postman dogs a like postman, postman.
2: postman. <laughs> oh I don't want to be that postman <laughs> I don't think um, I sometimes do surprise deliveries um, when um, and I think people you don't want to have an overexcited Andrea at 7 o'clock in the morning in front of your house but some people say oh my 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 friend's dog is sick and can't you can't you just bring a cake or a cake just to cheer it up I was say like, hey, ok I can do that <laughs> it's like good morning I'm here so, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: and they're still in their gym jams
2: yeah they're just like oh my god I don't okay.
1: open the door <laughs> well we mainly talked about cakes but you do cookies as well mm-hmm. cookies. and they come in eight different flavours yes. yeah what are they yeah. what are the flavours
2: um, I have banana bark which is um, banana and carob uh, flavour I have the minty mart with mint and parsley for the stinky breath stocks <laughs> I have um <laughs> pumpkin, uh, pumpkin and turmeric treats, I have, um, some with cheese and rosemary, lambingtons, which are with lemons and coconut, some uh, rock and rue with kangaroo mince, chia seeds and thyme, that's it, and um, I have some with chicken liver and, um, and parsley. At this age, sometimes I forget my own. (laughs) You just got too many. (laughs) Yeah, it's just oh, another flavor. (laughs) And I had uh, for Valentine's Day because I had um, little bags with um, heart-shaped beetroot Mm. and peanut butter um, cookies. Yeah,
0: peanut butter seems to be like a it's a
2: favorite taste for dogs. Yes, definitely peanut butter and um, and many dogs go also for for the stinky treats like chicken liver, which are just. It's always a very joyful to make when you have to dry all the liver and um, and then bake it. Then the whole house smells like chicken liver.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's right. So whenever there's a, a public holiday or, or festivities, like as you said, Easter, Christmas, yeah. Valentine's Day, yeah. so the, the orders increase and people do have. Yes. Special
2: <laughs> so I think um, the most crazy time is of course the time before Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's where it's. Like seven days a week, like sixteen (laughs) hours, and it's just baking, packing, sending orders out, and um, yeah, and then it's time for a break for a week or two after that. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely that before holidays that people want to spoil their dogs, which which is fine. So I think it's a it's a joyful thing to do, and um, yeah.
1: Thank you, thank you, you Andrea, and we wish you good luck with your business. Thank
0: you very much. (laughs)
1: Well, we have to sort of live up to the promise that we will one day celebrate Katja's birthday birthday with a beautiful, beautiful cake. from you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) That was Andrea from Willow's Pantry in Melbourne. If you'd like more info, the website is willowspantry.com.au.
1: Now, I do remember Katya when we talked to Andrea. We loved her cake I mean they look they look stunning, they look amazing, they look gorgeous and I mean, if I didn't know that they're only for dogs, I would just straight away bite into them and I just wished we humans, we humans will get such beautiful cakes like she does.
0: Well, we could take the carrot cake that is okay for human consumption,
1: yeah, but I'm not so sure, but anyway. My top cake, we could actually have a top cake this week, but we don't. We have our top dog, as always. And um, I was quite intrigued this time of um, how to what length people actually go for their loved ones. I met Kim on a beach in Melbourne. Her dog's name is Carthen and i talked to her and she told me a funny story about their dog and i have to point out here that it was a most beautiful day sunny warm in the middle of winter winter does exist in australia as well but it was a very windy day so there was a bit of a a windy noise in the background but don't worry about that one us too. Do you think he can say hello as well?
4: (laughs) He can say hello.
1: Carthen want to say hello? He's sniffing at my leg. (laughs) How long have you been having him?
4: Uh, He's 12 and a half so uh, we got him when he was six months old and uh, yeah.
1: So that means he spent more or less all his life with you. Yes. And you probably spent half of your life with him.
4: Yes. Yeah Yeah, he means a lot to us. Yeah.
1: What does he actually mean to you?
4: Oh, he's part of the family. Yeah, more than more than ever. He's uh, our best friend. And uh, we brought him all the way over from France um, to oh, so start a life here. So
1: he's an imported dog, an imported Aussie dog.
4: Oh, well, we imported him, yeah. yeah. He lived with us uh, on a farm there. And then we came two years ago to Melbourne. So he came with us.
1: So you were obviously in France and you wanted to have an Australian dog.
4: Yeah, well yeah, there was a a breeder over there and um, there you are, we wanted an Australian dog.
1: (laughs) And was he a working dog?
4: Yeah, he is a working dog, yeah. But but,
1: but there in France, was he working as well?
4: Well, he was working with us, you know, running around, (laughs) chasing birds. Chasing the children mostly. But he's not, he's not <laughs> making
1: a living actually. No,
4: he wasn't making a living. No, no, we didn't train him for that. His parents were show dogs, so so uh, he's got a bit of a show dog attitude. <laughs>
1: and, and how easy or hard was it to bring him here over to Australia?
4: Oh no, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Two big flights from one from London, to Singapore, and Singapore to
1: Melbourne and quarantine there was no problem
4: 10 days in Melbourne at the airport yeah we couldn't see him but um, we could uh, phone them and uh, yeah he was fine yeah
1: Yeah. and honestly was his airfare more expensive than yours?
4: (laughs) yes honestly yes definitely yes and he was with the suitcases I think (laughs) he wasn't
1: traumatised when he got out of the plane oh
4: we don't know you never know but he was certainly happy to see us. Yeah, it's not something that you'd want to do. It's a very long flight.
1: And what do you think? How did he adapt to the new environment? You know, coming, he grew up, he was born in yes. France, grew up in France, and all of a sudden, a completely new environment. Yes, new
4: I know. a new language.
1: Yeah, how did he cope with
4: it? <laughs> he cope very well. Yeah, yeah. He loves the beach, and uh, we live not far from the, the bayside. So uh, he coped very well.
1: Did you, al- did you always talk English to him, even in France? No, no,
4: French, French and English. As my children are French, so French at home.
1: And how do you talk to him now? What oh, language?
4: he doesn't hear much. <laughs> he's a bit deaf. He's a bit deaf and has cataracts, yeah. and uh, he's just getting a bit old now. But he still loves to come to the beach.
0: That was Kim with her dog Carthen, well, an immigrant to Australia.
1: That's right, another French person in Australia. Well, and um, speaking French, this is the end of the show, Katja.
0: Oh, as always, Hans, Gunther and their dog Frederica.
3: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Hello, Hans.
3: Oh, it's Gunther. Hello. What's up? Well, that dog cake business seems to have conquered the world. There are so many bakeries now all over the world. In every big city you find a fantastic choice of dog cake makers. And I'm sure they all are delicious. Well, at least for the dog's palate. And many of them just look amazing, like the one we heard before. But... What's really rare and really most unique is the fact that our dog, our own South African Bisanji, Frederike, who can't bark or talk, but definitely can bake. What? Bake? Yes, you heard me, bake. She spent all morning in the kitchen throwing together all sorts of ingredients. To bake a cake for Hans' birthday.
0: Ah, it's his birthday.
3: Happy birthday, Hans. Where is he, by the way? Psst, he should be here any second. It's going to be a surprise. Hello, I'm home. Oh, here he is. Now, together. Surprise! 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 <laughs> well, you gave me a fright. A surprise for me, for my birthday. Oh. How nice! <gasps> and the cake! Frederica baked it for you. A traditional South African recipe. Oh, Frederica, my favourite dog. How considered of you. Go on, smell the cake. Mmm, yes. Uh, uh, <coughs> what? Do I smell your socks or what? I still have my shoes on. You better watch out what you're saying. Don't upset Frederike She spent all morning in the kitchen baking this beautiful cake. Oh, Oh no, I can smell it too. Do I have to eat it? Listen to her. She's angry. You better do. You go first. Me? but it's your birthday. All right, let's get it behind us. I'll cut a piece now and... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a sock. A dirty old sock in the cake. There it is. I was looking for it for ages. That's my sock. How did it get into the cake? I'm not going to eat that. I think you'd better leave. How? Give me your hand. We step slowly sidewards towards the door. Duh. I'm scared. Just follow me. One step after the other. That's right. You're doing fine. We're nearly there. One more step. Quick, quick. Open the door. Run. Help.
0: (laughs) Wow, look at Frederica. She is fully into the cake. I think she did that on purpose putting Gunter's sock into the cake, scaring them out of the room. So now she can have the whole cake to herself.
1: Yeah, probably, yeah. Frederica, did you really plan to eat the cake yourself? Oh, I think you upset her
0: now. She's coming towards the screen and turned it off. Oh
1: God. <laughs> yeah, what a cheeky little dog. Obviously a good cake maker, but I think she's lacking in social skills.
0: Yes, it's so much nicer to share the cake, you know, especially when it's a birthday party. That's what it's there for.
1: Yeah, you're right. Well, anyway, if you like the cake or if you like the podcast, tell your friends, listen to us on uh, topdog.space.
0: And uh, with the cake in your hand or in your mouth, you can find us on your favourite podcast app or podcast portal. Bye-bye.
1: Yeah, bye-bye for me too. And?
0: Say hello to your dog from me.
1: And me.